personally, I I don't keep it in the house. Like if 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 it's something I personally really don't like, I don't want to be tempted by. Mm-hmm. I don't keep it in the house, and I yell at my wife when she brings it in the house, and she's like, "You love them too," and I'm like. I know that's a problem. <laughs> like that is, and the only way I can get rid of them is I eat them all eat right all now. I'm gonna. Eat- What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Coaches on Couches. Bing slouches. I am Coach Dale Sanford. This is Coach Bryant Funston. Episode number 22. Two, two. The double deuces. Yeah. We're going to talk about changing your environment today. Uh, That means a lot of things, but we're going to change the environment in order for us to achieve goals that we've set for ourselves. But first, shout outs. Shout outs. I got, uh, I'm going to kick it off today. The the summer clan, so some of our clients who we worked with, uh, some of our longest standing clients, really. Yep. Um, Shana, Shmuel, and Akiva all knocked out. Uh, well, Shmuel and Akiva did the full marathon uh, PRs for both, and Shana did. Gosh, I don't even know what number half marathon this was for her, uh, but it was over in Israel. So the Sea of Galilee, 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 Sea of Galilee. Uh, <laughs> In Tiberias, so it was a, a cool event for them, and yeah, happy to have all of them knock it out. Should we tell everybody that you had to Google that how to how to say that? I I probably butchered it anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, so we got people racing halfway across the world. Yeah, uh, I got a shout out a little different, uh, you know, uh, duration here, mm-hmm. but um, one of our uh, newer clients, uh, my boy Johnny Zinn. There we go, Zen. Had his uh, his fastest mile splits ever. Nice. Actually, like two weeks in a row. So there you go. Little little uh, improvement there. Excellent. Shout out one more to Training Peaks uh, for making everyone feel really good. Yeah. Since it's the start of a new year, if you're not on Training oh, yeah. Peaks, they give little awards like yeah. medals when you hit yeah. New Year like peaks peak performances. First one, you know, day um, one of yeah. 2019, everyone's hitting. I'm peaks. hitting. Uh, I'm getting badges all over the place badges, uh, for 2019. Badges galore. Awesome. Well, all right. So, jumper, jumping right into it. What are we talking about when we're when we're when we say change your environment? I think the. Uh, the and big... I think it's important we we talk about this this week because everyone probably came off New Year's. They have their their New Year's resolutions that everyone likes to set. You hear a lot of people say resolutions don't work. Yeah. Uh, resolutions only work if you actually take steps to ensure they work. Yep. And one of the best things you can do is change your environment. It's always good. You always have good intentions mm-hmm. and you write this stuff uh, on sticky notes and, mm-hmm. or, you know, make goals for yourself, make a running list. And then for some reason, people just think that this stuff's just going to happen. It's not easy uh, to change, to change a habit or a behavior is yeah. not an easy thing to do. So, in line with that, you know, the, we kind of have categorized it in three different pieces: uh, easiest to hardest things to change mm-hmm. in your environment uh, to achieve goals. And one is your your setup or your gear. Yep. Pretty easy change. Uh, maybe maybe the financial part of it is not the easiest, but as far just as just dirty old money, though. It's just yeah, I know. You always make more. Make more tomorrow. <laughs> All right. The second one would be like your habitat or the things like that you surround yourself with or that surround you uh, a little bit a little bit harder to change, and then your routines and habits. Um, you know, those are those are by far the hardest things to to make permanent changes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll kind of be talking in in reference to those three categories. Um, but first, step one. This is a huge one. You got to have goals, which is usually what a resolution yeah. is, you know. So, yeah. so timing on this, if you're listening to this in the future, this is two two Thursdays after uh, what? What's today? Tenth, January tenth. So we're yeah ten days out yeah. from everyone's uh, lofty resolutions goal, which yeah. is a, which is a goal. You know, that's a goal you set. If you've got some awesome goals, comment them. Yeah, definitely yeah. Th- throw them on there. Um, 
but you need to have something that excites you. So have a goal that makes it worth getting up early for. Yeah. Uh, doing the you know first thing we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about consistency, nutrition, and recovery. Kind yeah, of three, those are the big three. Really. Three big things that people always have good intentions towards doing, but then it's really tough to put yep. into action. But uh, you know, have a goal that you'll when you look back on it it gets you to go do that workout that yeah. you probably wouldn't have done otherwise. Yeah. Uh, make sure you write it down and reference it daily. Keep it in your face. Yeah. Really. And, and make sure it's an actual point. Like I, at one point in time, I, I like, uh, printed out, uh, one of the, one of the goals I had and put it on my mirror in my bathroom. Mm-hmm. But just like anything, it then became something that I, like it just became a part of my environment and yeah. then I didn't even notice it anymore. Ah. So if you have like, part of your morning routine where it's written down and you actually go have to physically go and grab it, pull it out, look at it, read it, yep. and think about, you know, the things you're going to do today that take you closer to that versus further away. I mean, every decision you make is going to take you closer or further away. So Yeah, and then if you you uh, pull it out and you see that you're not doing it, you can do a little self-shaming and mm-hmm. get yourself back on track. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. So have goals, have it be something that excites you and have it be something that's actually a challenge, you know, not like a, you can get it done. It's good to have small goals that you can hit along the way, but your longer term goal needs to be something that's going to push you, challenge you and turn you into a better person. Yeah. I think, I think when people set goals, I think we talked about this a little bit, maybe two episodes ago or something that like, you don't have to like, your goals don't always have to align with like the sport that you're doing right now. Correct. Uh, you can switch. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. law that if you start your, you know, fitness career in running that you have to stay running. Exactly. Or if you go into triathlon that you're forever a triathlete, you can bounce back and forth, mm-hmm. uh, change your mind a little bit. As long as it excites you and gets you out of bed, then it's a it's a worthy goal. Exactly. And I would encourage not so. Obviously, this is a you know a, a endurance sport podcast and and live show that we do, but I would encourage you to kind of think about what are each of the roles you play on a day to day basis. So, mm-hmm. are you a a parent? Are you a you know a, a sibling? Are you a son or daughter? You probably are, whether or not you're, uh, you're here. you know if your parents are still alive. But like, what are the what are the roles? What uh, your business or your uh, employment? Like have goals in each one of those areas and, uh, you know, revisit that as well. And now, you know, as you're taking on the day, you know, here's each of the hats I wear and here's the things I'm trying to accomplish in each one of those. Yeah. And as a, as a triathlete, I hate saying this, but training for three sports isn't for everybody. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people that want to do triathlon and they set big goals, but realistically they don't have the time available time to keep it to improve the way they want to and keep their life balance and something is going to give at some point and Mm -hmm. it's usually it usually results in them eventually not doing triathlon for a long time you know whereas you could take a little time and focus on one sport and then come back to it and you'll love it just as much but uh, i think a lot of people try to push it and keep themselves into that triathlon mindset thinking, oh, I don't want to lose all my swim fitness or my run fitness if I mm-hmm. just ride my bike all the time. Yep. But if it's going to keep your life balanced, it's totally worth you know, just focusing on one thing. Come back to it later. Exactly. So the number one thing, probably the number one thing we hear uh, people make goals on is consistency. Like, I'm going to get to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... I'm going to, you know, work out every day. I'm going to, you know, not ha- let work get in the way or not let this get in the way uh, of my goals. But inevitably, something happens uh-huh. and it blows up in their face. So here's, these are kind of our tips for achieving your consist- consistency goals because we've said consistency in every episode. Every episode. And we will continue to say consistency in every episode. Mm-hmm. But these are the things that, these are our tips for um, reaching great consistency. Yep. Uh, and the number one thing, easiest thing, because remember gear is the easiest thing to, tr- to change, is just having the right equipment uh, to reduce excuses. So exactly. when you have the right right equipment, like being it indoor, you know, indoor training equipment, 
Yeah, we're talking uh, about your environment. So what is where do you train? Yep. That's your environment. What do you need to do to set that environment up to where that day you don't want to do the workout? Yep. You aren't thinking like, oh, you know, my cycling shoes are downstairs, not upstairs. And I don't want to go downstairs to get my shoes. Like what things can you do with your environment? Or it's raining outside. I don't have a trainer. Yeah, you get that you get that pause. Mm-hmm. And even that short pause of like, eh, you know, causes a lot of people to just scrap it. Mm-hmm. But if you have the indoor equipment, you really have no excuse. Exactly. And you can even take that a step further and you can set that equipment up. Definitely do that. So that when you're when it comes time to do that session, it's staring you in the face. Mm-hmm. And you have even less of an excuse. Um, I know like for me, the hardest thing to do is to get to the pool. Yep. Because like in my in my you environment, drive, you gotta, yeah, yeah. in my environment, I have a trainer, I have a treadmill in the house. It's always set up. I have no excuse it's to like easy. miss You've a bike. You've created or a run. an environment where it's easy yeah. to make it happen. I've made it so easy, mm-hmm. and I rarely miss a, a bike or a run. But for the pool, I have to go there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to have a block of time to yep. get there to get to get dressed to do the workout to then get you know change again and then get home in time to do what I need to do. So you know, even a 40 minute swim or a 45 to an hour swim is actually a hour and a half to two hour block. So, uh, what I do to make sure that I can get those in is I either do them like right after, a, like, um, if I'm going to be out by a pool, mm-hmm. I make sure that I have my stuff with me and I don't let myself get home and then say, Oh yeah, I could have just gotten a swim in and saved 30 minutes from not having to drive back there. So the big point on that was he makes sure he has his stuff with him. At all and times. even if it means you have to buy two sets of stuff yeah, where you may have two different cars and sometimes you're in a different car, like spend that little bit of money and have two sets. If you need to have two yeah. sets on any of this stuff, um, you know, long-term you achieving those lofty goals, yep. it's going to be worth it to you to make sure you do that. I also make sure that if I if I have intent to get a swim in, that that bag sits right next to the front door, so I cannot physically go out the door without seeing it and grabbing it. Or the night before, I throw it in vehicle, mm-hmm. so it's already there, and it's there. There's like no excuse aside from me just not wanting to do it and being lazy. Yep. And in that, and then I say, okay, well, do I really want to hit this goal? I have no excuses. They're, That's it's all here. Pull, pull the, pull your little note card back out and relook at that goal. There's a reason you had it, and it's something that should be exciting to you. Yeah. You know, we already we already touched on that. Yeah. Uh, another big one is you know, have a plan. Like, mm-hmm. have a plan way before, um, whether it's a, a, you know, a set plan, like a cookie cutter plan you got on the internet or you have a coach and your coach has a plan for you, you know, tomorrow or Thursday or Friday or whatever you have, uh, to do this and you know, ahead of time. So you can plan ahead of time. Uh, generally speaking, when people, uh, try to figure out what they need to do on that day, Mm -hmm. it's hit or miss. Oh, it's so easy. Cause then you, then you tell yourself, well, I'm not going to do today, but I'll just, I'll like do it tomorrow as well as my other thing I had, or I'll just adjust everything. I'll shift everything forward one or, and one of the things that, uh, you know, with, with a general, like a pre pre-made plan, one of the tough things where we've seen people not have as much success is, you know, if say it's someone doing a triathlon and the swim has been built on a Wednesday, but your day is a Thursday that you can get to a swim that's just, you know, one more thing that can make it more challenging for you to make it happen. So yeah, having, having the plan where there's nothing to, uh, leaves no guesswork. It's already there and you can preset and pre-plan your environment to make sure you have the greatest success of making that happen. Um, you're going to be a lot more likely to actually hit that workout. And we've mentioned it every episode, the difference between people seeing big gains and people kind of seeing small gains or no gains 
is doing the workouts that you ordinarily would have skipped. Yeah, consistently. Mm, consistent. <laughs> Consistency. So, like, we're backtrack. I'll backtrack a little bit, but you know, we talked about having the 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 gear to mm-hmm. reduce excuses. Yep. Um, there, you know, one big part of that is having the proper clothing, uh, especially in the colder weather when everybody is. I don't want to go outside; it's too cold. Yep. Uh, you having that proper winter training gear, or you know, whatever the layers that you need to prepare for an outdoor workout, especially if you're one of those people that really hates working out inside, mm-hmm. uh, have that clothing and then organize that clothing. That's the big one. <laughs> have a set spot in yeah. your house, whether it's a dedicated drawer, whether you hang everything, prevent it to where you're having to search for anything. You know where it's at. You know where it's going to be. You don't spend 15 minutes searching for it and then go, oh, forget it. It was only an hour workout anyway. I couldn't find it. Uh, you know, tomorrow I'll do it. I've got a, uh, I've got a bib, bib drawer. Nice. A jersey drawer. Whoa. A uh, skin suit and thermal drawer. And then I have a drawer full of jackets and triathlon gear. And you probably have one for electronics. Because you love uh, electronics. I, I don't. I just let those. I let those. Uh, you just keep one on your wrist attached. at all times. They're so attached you... to me. Oh, oh, that's the first. Oh man. Uh, they're attached to mm-hmm. bikes and my wrist usually. So. But yeah, have that have that set spot where you there is no like you know where it's at. There's no searching. It's easy. Yep. So make your environment as easy as possible. I just realized I have way too much clothing for you. T- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, make it make it easy, easy, easy. Uh, so, as far as your surroundings go, like the, we're gonna, this is big. The people that you surround yourself with mm-hmm. is a massive. Uh, you know, it could be massively good or bad for your consistency. Um, if you have a training partner that doesn't really hold you accountable, or you you uh, work out with a group that. Sometimes everybody gets together and sometimes they don't. You know, that's not usually very good. But it really only takes one really solid training partner to, you know, hold you accountable. And, like, when I, like, if if I text and say, gosh, it's really cold out right now, and Brian's already geared up, and he'll make some snarky comment about being a sissy, mm-hmm. and then I'm outside. And if you were on your own uh, having to make that decision? Probably wouldn't have done the same workout. Pretty easy to blow off, yeah, yeah. Or, or modify yeah. or exactly. Yeah. yeah, having a good training group is huge and getting plugged into that, I mean, yep. uh, is definitely, uh, but it can also be a bad thing. Yeah, like, again, it goes both ways because uh, I've seen people train on group runs, group rides, um, and they're by far the strongest person in mm-hmm. the group or they they just kind of go with whatever the group is doing mm-hmm. and there's not they're not ever really pushing themselves I mean, mm-hmm. you never get a training load that's going to create an adaption if you just do the same effort every week it's great it's fun socially you know use it as an easy workout yeah. uh and then do the structured stuff on your own but yeah. if you're not you know if the group isn't pushing you then it may not be a great group environment for you mm-hmm. um so to speak Yep. Uh, another thing is like we're talking about pre-planning. Like, have your route set out, whether it's a run or a, a, a bike. You know, I ride the same routes a lot, uh, but it's mainly because I don't have to think about it. Like, yep. I know, you know the roads how much are time safe. it takes. Yeah, I know where I can get in long intervals yep. or short intervals, or uh, I know where the dogs are going to come out and which is an interval because you got out sprint them. sprint interval. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I know all this stuff. I know the distances. I don't have to question it. And so I just go out and go. There's one less thing to think about and one less excuse to not do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last one is um, one that we both um, kind of, you know, you kind of walk a tightrope with some folks every now and again when they say that they don't want to get up in the morning. But get out of bed. Get up i mean get up and get it done early part of your routine like if you want to stay consistent 
early morning workouts no are going time. to be the number way you can do it. And it's going to take you less time to actually get it completed because there are a lot fewer people that are up at that time of day. Yep. Uh, Dale and I have early morning clients and it takes me at 4.45 a.m. when I'm working with my 5 a.m. client, uh, it takes me 10 minutes, 12 minutes to get there because there's no traffic. Mm-hmm. That that same house, I work with uh, the spouse later in the day and it's a 30-minute almost drive. Yep. You know, if you get stuck in rush hour, a 30-minute drive. Yep. So you free up more time by getting up early. You aren't going to have people pulling at you. You know, if you have kids, kids are asleep. Yep. Hopefully, unless you got little, little kids, then mm-hmm. that could be a problem. Uh, in which case, change your environment and put your yep. bedroom far away from the kids and just let the easy, other person... Easy peasy. <laughs> Go sleep in the, other, the guest bedroom. But here's the thing. like Some people say, yeah, I'm not a morning person. You can be a morning person. Yeah, I'm, I was never a morning person. Uh, you know, and It's going to suck. Like the first for a while. couple weeks, but rip it off like a Band-Aid. I mean, don't like, okay, I'm going to get up 10 minutes earlier this week and then 20 minutes earlier the next week. It's going to, it's just rip it off like a Band-Aid. Get up early, get through the first week, and I guarantee you, you're going to be okay. And I know a lot of people, I know there's several people that we coach that if mm. they watch this, they're going to be like, man, he's talking to me. <coughs> New York. He's talking to me. <laughs> New York. Get up. I mean, you, you, you. There is no better time, uh, no fewer excuses uh, at that time of day, um, aside from you're tired. So we'll get to it. We're gonna now. dive into it We're more on later, recovery, but, but if you're not going to bed enough early enough, then that's a problem too. Uh, that's that's part of recovery. But which is this is that last part that routines and habits. Yeah, like, it's hard have to a change. Set, but set time you wake up and a set time you go to bed. Yep. And if you can get your body into that rhythm where it knows what's happening, we talk about rhythm all the time. We talk about, you know, your heart likes to be in a rhythm, right? With our uh, efficiency stuff we do with athletes, dialing your breathing rhythm into your body movements is something that your body likes, helps decrease perceived effort. Same mm-hmm. thing with your sleep routine, your sleep cycle. Like we're going to go into that on recovery, but. Get yeah. into a routine, get into a rhythm, and your body's going to appreciate that. Yeah, so get up. All right, moving on. All right, so the next thing that everybody makes has great intentions. This is changing. probably the biggest this one, is, to be this honest. This is the biggest one. Uh, nutrition changes. And whether that just means, whether that means losing weight or um, just, you know, eating better in yep. general. like Eating more clean. Yeah. Cleaning or, up your diet. Or, f- you know, fixing your... Not your eating out as much. Training nutrition. I mean... Yeah. Whether it's you know any of those things, nutrition is just a huge thing that people always say they're going to fix and mm-hmm. then never do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we've worked with a lot of people who want to make changes with their nutrition, eat healthier, clean up their diet, and if you look in their pantry, it is not conducive. No. To this, actually achieving that goal. This is your habitat. Mm-hmm. If if you live in an area that has nothing, n- like even like half half the choices that you have are terrible. Mm-hmm. That's fifty percent more uh, opportunity to make a bad choice. So oh, and it's almost a hundred percent guarantee because when it, you get late in the day and your your willpower is gone, like you've been so good all day, and suddenly yeah. you're having that little breakdown. And you know there's that sleeve of Oreos sitting in your pantry. Just chilling there. You're not busy thinking about that apple, which probably, if it's a Honeycrisp, is probably equally, well... Sugary? Very tasty. <laughs> I would say both are good, but you're not going to think about the healthy item. You're going to be craving that yep. thing that... And if you're a person who can keep willpower and eat just like two... More power to more you. More power to you. I don't but know anybody like that, but... I know a lot of people who will be cashing... Yeah, I mean, personally, I I don't keep it in the house. Like, if, if, if it's something I personally really don't, like, I don't want to be tempted by, mm-hmm. I don't keep it in the house. And I yell at my wife when she brings it in the house. And she's like, you love them too. And I'm like... I know that's a problem. <laughs> like that is, and the only way I can get rid of them is I eat them all right all now. Once. I'm gonna eat them all right now. 
This I'm is getting probably, those out of the house. Casey, Casey would not be too happy. Like, yeah, well, this is not a healthy weird. relationship with, <laughs> with your My food. My only way to get these out of the house, because I don't like wasting food, uh-huh. get them, eat them all tonight. But another option, so say someone says that that is just not possible for whatever reason. I got That's kids, not, man. I, I got kids. kids. Exactly. That's not possible. Do your kids need to eat Oreos? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Probably a good other choices too. But have have the healthy stuff available yeah. and ready. Like making a salad takes a long time. If you have a set day, first off, each time you go to the store, if you make sure you're on your shopping list, you're you're buying the stuff. You're you you have it in your house. Step one, you have to have it there so you can eat it. But step two, if you can pre-prep as much of that stuff as possible and have yeah. in your fridge or in your pantry something yep. that's easy and quick, you know, if you want to make a salad and everything's all chopped up for you and all you have to do is dump it into a bowl and, mm-hmm. and go to town, for a lot of folks, that would that would be something that they would be able to go to rather than, oh, it's going to take me 30 minutes. What do I have that's quick and easy? So yeah. you got to have, you know, fast foods become a huge market because it's fast quick and people aren't people aren't planning people are are reaction mode oh i'm hungry what is there to eat right now well you need to have in your environment readily accessible good options for you yep and that kind of goes into uh to having a a plan like what there's nothing wrong with having a preset plan these are the foods i like this is what i'm gonna have for dinner we were talking before we even started it's like I guarantee there's a lot of people where it's 5.30 at night, you know, you get home from work, uh, or like in our case, we work from home, and the question is, all right, everyone's hungry, what are we going to eat? Yep. And you're like, uh, uh, I don't want to You cook. decide. You want to cook? You decide. I don't want to cook. <laughs> I don't care. Nobody wants to cook. Let's go get some food. Yep. So now there's options out there. You have the the meal subscriptions, the delivery yep. you know service. It can come to your door with the recipe. Yeah, we just started. We did it a long time. We did uh, Blue Apron a long time ago. Shout out Blue Apron. Uh, <laughs> we did Blue Apron a while back, and it was good because we like we ate different things. You know, mm-hmm. we got to eat different options, and it comes and it's super easy, and it's actually it actually was nice to like, cause we're both kind of cooking it mm-hmm. because most of the time it's like, if it's one of our like top five meals that we cook, one person's cooking it and the other person's messing with the kids and blah, blah, blah. But like when we did the blue apron stuff, we were both in there cooking. So we were actually getting some personal time at the same time. Mm-hmm. We were eating different things that we would have normally not eaten. And, it's a fairly healthy option. We always got like the vegan or vegetarian dishes, whatever they have, but um, it's healthier food and we're not having to like think about it Mm because it comes to the door. Mm -hmm. So at least three out of five weeknights, we have an interesting, uh, healthy option Mm -hmm. and we're getting family time. Yep. So we just started another one. So there you go. Here we go. One thing I I like, I don't do the the meal subscription stuff, but in, in the same tune, it's having it ready and knowing what it's going to be. You have the ingredients, you know what it's going to be, so there's no decision-making happening. Yep. Um, and I had I sat down with my kids, and we wrote out uh, a dinner plan for the kids, uh, the stuff that they liked, stuff that we liked, so that Monday we know it's this, Tuesday we know it's this. And, it yeah, we don't always hit it, um, but it really increases our chance of eating healthy and not going out to eat. And usually if you're already hungry and trying to make a decision on where you're going to go eat, yeah. it's not going to be to the salad bar. It's going to be to the what's, yeah. what's really sounding good I, right now. I think that the um, the major point that I'm hearing in that is get your family on board. Oh, for sure. Because there is nothing easier to mm-hmm. derail you than yeah, the other people in your household. Which is a major part of your environment, if right? You, yeah, if you want to eat healthy and everyone else in your family could care less, um, it's going to be hard for you. It's mm-hmm. going to be real hard. Uh, even if you get that stuff out of the house, somehow it's going to come back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, if, if you know, with kids, if, if, if they see you don't put stock in 
eating healthy, they're not going to care. They learn, yeah. They're learning from you. So, yeah. um, you know, if you're eating healthier, they'll go along with it. You, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times it's, um, you know, you have to get the spouse on board or whoever else is in the house and yeah. gets or gets the groceries or whatever. Everybody's got to be on board or really can backfire. Oh, I mean, it makes it tough. Quickly. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. But like another, another tip kind of in line with that. So that the next thing is like, okay, well that's dinner, but what about lunch? Yeah. And you know, say you go to, you know, you drive to work, you don't want to get up early in the morning and you know, make food or prep your own food. One of the things I really like doing is making extra of whatever you're going to have for dinner and have that as leftovers for the next day or maybe two days later if you're someone who doesn't like to eat the same thing yeah. the next day that you had the night before but if you made yourself something that's healthy that evening and you pre-pack it so as soon as you're doing cleanup or before you even start eating put it in a jar or put it in a thing of Tupperware or you know have it where it's already ready for you to go and all you have to do next day when you walk out the door is, is have it it's a simple way to when lunchtime rolls around you know what you've got. You aren't thinking about okay, it's lunchtime. What should I get? Or what's yeah? What's in the uh, what do they call it at a, a meal room? What do they call it? Cafeteria. Dale and I work from home, uh, so uh, when you're at like cafeteria, what no, is that place like, called? We're like big offices where they got the the lounge. <laughs> the lounge. Whatever. Here's our lounge. Our, our lounge is a couch. Employee lounge, <laughs> right here. But like have have it ready. Uh, yeah. Do bulk cooking. I mean, there's a lot of options you can do to have stuff ready. It just all goes centers around planning. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't like to plan, um, you're going to struggle with all of these. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, turning over a new leaf as far as as planning, maybe not even just don't even make your don't set your goals in anything specific other than I need to learn how to plan better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that yep. may that may be the the kicker right there. So we like there's a lot of people that um you know work weird hours uh travel a lot with work and we get Travel's a tough we get one. the question all the time like mm-hmm. man I I travel I work these hours I don't necessarily get a lunch break blah 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 like what what can I do to eat better and aside from like the pre-planning and pre-cooking and and you know that's a huge for for folks like that mm-hmm. um one thing is just keeping keeping your snacks nearby, like keeping your healthy snacks so that, you know, you can time it out. And then that's, you know, if you know, you're not going to be able to eat lunch until X time, that'll hold you over so that you don't get to lunch and you're absolutely starving and you just binge on whatever's there, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to, to fill you up quick. So keep snacks, but I mean, every parent knows, you gotta keep those snacks close by. You gotta have snacks. Those Snack packs huge. Whew. So and know. same with travel. Like if you're going through airports, you can have some some healthy snacks that you've brought with yep. you. Uh, you know, we've got athletes, and this kind of goes back to the consistency part. But we have athletes who travel who will make sure they are going to a hotel or, or being booked in a hotel that has a workout facility that's quality. Oh yeah. Uh, and I, we've talked about this on a different episode um, when our when our British boys were here. I think we mentioned it, but like, yep. do a little again planning, plan, and be in a in an area where you know there's going to be some healthy food choices and access to yep. equipment so you can get your workouts in. Um, you're now changing your environment to set you up, yourself up for success. Yep. And so, like, if you're if you're one of those people that like has to do a lot of entertaining with. Mm-hmm. Uh, with your job, uh, as far as like taking people out, we've come across this uh, a million times yep. uh, over the years. And, um, one of the big things that, again, it takes planning, but you know, eating something healthier before you go out to that, uh, that work dinner, yep. um, so that you d- either don't have to eat at all or, or don't have to eat as much. If it really means that much to you, as far as nutrition goals, you know, eat something healthier. If you know that that, work dinner is at a place that's not conducive for healthy eating. Um, Or you can, you know, don't be afraid to tweak an order 
Funston might know something about that. What you, what you know about that, Funston? <laughs> I'm the king of tweaking orders. Like, <laughs> this is it's about to be like anytime a, a server yeah. comes up that has no notepad. Like, Brian I gets don't real know. nervous. You might want to go back and grab a notepad because it's about to get. I'm like the one they hate, I think. Uh, but don't be afraid to tweak what is on the on the order to make it a little healthier. Yep. And it may not always be about, you know, um, this is like the perfect, most healthy item yeah. I can have. It's I'm I'm changing to a healthier option maybe than I would have otherwise. Um, or if you have any say on where you're going, don't be afraid to try to choose a little healthier place yeah absolutely um you know it's most times when people are getting stuff delivered it always seems like it's like the worst stuff for you i i think we're starting to see a shift or hopefully we're starting to see a shift of more people that are health conscious that are wanting to eat better so you know maybe asking if when there is catered food at your office is there an option to get some healthier items on board like, can you change it to where now you're not having to have this willpower, you're hungry, you forgot your snacks, but you're helping set up that environment to where not only you're eating healthier, but when people start seeing you do it, you know, it's easy for that to trickle down to other people. So you can help change other people as well with that. Yeah. I think it's it's a little bit more um, normal these days for people to ask, you know, mm-hmm. if, if, you know, what kind of food you want or... Um, not just assume that everybody wants to eat a big hunk of meat and mm-hmm. whatever else. So yeah, don't be afraid to to make suggestions if you have a say in yeah you know what's what you're going to be eating. Um, so let's jump to the last one, uh, recovery, mm-hmm. and this is one that um, a lot of people should be setting goals in. <laughs> Maybe not as obvious as the first two. There's probably a few people that are like, no, I got recovery down. Yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's one issue I don't have problems with. Yeah. It's sitting on the couch. I am so and... <laughs> recovered right now. You could yeah. not get more rested than me. I'm recovered AF. Uh-huh. So yeah. with recovery, we're talking about sleep, Yep. which I think is an issue. If people don't have that on their list, I think uh, we're in a day and age where people, I think a lot of people struggle with sleep. Yeah. Um, stretching we're now we're talking about the toughest yeah. stuff we have are you know with our athletes yeah stretching's a you know strength training stretching are two tough ones that we generally have um uh and other you know other recovery stuff foam rolling yeah yeah like obviously there's a lot of crossover and all these things we're talking about but like nutrition obviously is a big part of recovery so exactly. we won't touch a lot on that but mm-hmm. the big ones are as far as recovery goes are sleep and the stretching or, or loosening and whatever you want to have you want to put it uh, stretching, rolling, you know, that can include, um, you know, pneumatic boots or something like that, you know, whatever's in your routine. Yeah, there's a lot of recovery There's a lot of options. devices out there. So that goes now. into the first point, which is get whatever equipment you need to make it convenient or to make it interesting for you. Mm-hmm. Um, like some people like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a huge yoga person, but if somebody has like trouble, like just will not freaking stretch mm-hmm. i'll tell them to do yoga because it, there's no easier way to get somebody to do stretching mm-hmm. it's just a stretch i mean it's stretching routine more or less and that uh, could be yeah if you're someone who are you're mo- more motivated being with a group of people yeah go exactly. to a yoga studio yep if you're someone who doesn't like that or doesn't have the time to you wouldn't believe how many options there are online to watch right. and follow along right. with a with a yoga video but get but get the equipment get the foam roller get the mm-hmm. the massage stick get the the uh i use air relax boots or or uh, normatec boots or whatever get those things that make you want to do the recovery things and make it easy for you to do to do those recovery things um you know that's the easiest thing you can do is mm-hmm. to get that stuff have it sitting there staring in your face yep. when you get back from workout and jump on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the other big thing with like we'll stick on the stretching port or the loosening, lengthening of muscles leg, leg, versus yeah. the yeah. shortening. Uh, you know, if you're gonna you know stretching wise, if you just hate doing it or you just can't manage to do it after there's right no after time. the workout, Dale, there's no time. It's just no time. Is one of the big ones. Um, if you can't figure it out right after a workout, 
my two favorite times to stretch are like if I get any time to watch TV at night, I will stretch and roll at the same time. I, you know, roll first to warm the muscles up and then do your static stretching. The other time is in the shower because your muscles are warmed up, a little bit more pliable. So stretching in the shower. Um, you probably need yeah. a no-slip mat. You need, yeah, we recommend no-slip. We don't recommend uh, soaping the bottom of your feet up. Feet? <laughs> did I just say feet? You did. <laughs> bottom of your feet. Feet yeah. up. Yeah. And I mean, then trying to do the, uh, the single leg hamstring stretch. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, one thing, other part as far as recovery goes... And, and we didn't actually put notes on this, but I, we got to talk about it. Oh, Re- I'm curious. Re- recovery, runs, rides, mm-hmm. those things, they've got to be easy. Like, the, probably the number one thing we see when we set, like, uh, that's an issue if we set a recovery workout and it says recovery and it says zone one and it says small chain ring or, you know, whatever – is it go people go too hard Mm -hmm. and like recovery should be like painfully easy Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean i know that sounds funny but uh recovery should be super duper annoyingly easy and a lot of people think well then why am i even wasting my time on it but the the best example i can i put or the best uh reason i put out there is because when you're going super easy and your muscles are contracting, uh, you are pushing all of that junk, so to speak. Same thing like a, like a Normatec boots would do or like a Mark Pro or something like that. The muscles contract and they're pushing all that junk out, you know, through like your lymphatic system and all that stuff, pushing all the junk out, but you're not actually adding much, if any, training load. Mm-hmm. So you're not adding fatigue. You're not stressing But your you're body. pushing out the, yeah. the crap. So like yeah. um, those things are worth doing. Um, you can supplement that or, or swap it out if you do have something like a pneumatic boot or a Mark Pro or a Compex or something like that and, you know, achieve the same result. Yeah, um, and from an environment standpoint, this is the one time that I would not recommend you going out and doing it with some other person. <laughs> so yeah. this is a great time for indoor training. Usually it's a shorter workout anyway but a great time to be in a very controlled environment where, you know, if you live in a hilly area, it's almost impossible sometimes to go easy if you have to ride up a, or run up a 6% hill. Yep. Like, so you, you, you can't go easy, but if you're indoors on a trainer or on a treadmill, you can go easy. Like yep. you can, I'm not going to shift gears or I'm going to stay in the small ring or, I mean, there's ways to con- control that and control yep. the, uh, natural impulse to see who can go yeah. faster than the other person. I'm like going to go happens. to the Tuesday Hammer Fest, but I'm just going to ride at the back. I'm just going to sit in. Just, nice, just mm-hmm. sit in nice and easy. Mm-hmm. That'd be all right. All right, let's let's dive into to sleep. Yeah, sleep's, sleep's huge because people don't get enough of it. And, uh, you know, they stay up too late and then don't get up early. Oh, this and, is where I'm putting on my glasses. Okay, yeah. I, put on your, I brought your, a prop today. Yeah. <laughs> So Brian has sunglasses, Amber lens sunglasses. Uh, so sleep, like what we already talked about, setting your bedtime. Like make sure, like if you really want to get enough sleep, like cut it off. Like get, you have to be in bed at this time. I know it sounds like you're a kid again, but you know sometimes you have to set those boundaries to actually achieve the the goal that you want. I mean, mm-hmm. set your set your bedtime. Um, <clears throat> We talk about, um, you've probably heard this, a lot of stuff you've probably heard, but, mm-hmm. you know, the goal here today is to ring it in one more time so that you actually make a change, you know, this time around. Um, your bedroom, your bedroom is for sleeping and whatever, whatever you do. Not with your, for TV watching. If you're, if you're married. <laughs> or in a monogamous relationship. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. All the cues in your room should be triggered towards sleeping, not towards working, not towards right. you know watching TV or like you want your sleep environment to be an environment where it's your body knows it's time to to rest, yeah. to go to sleep. Your your area, your place of zen, mm-hmm. Shangri La. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I use that right. I don't but. know. If you're <laughs> 
but yeah, you, you want that, that spot to be like your body knows when you hit that, you know, memory foam m- mattress mm-hmm. is lights out. Um, so get rid of the TV, like get yeah. the TV out of there. Uh, if you're someone who needs, uh, some sort of noise, go to like a sound machine, sound machine. or, yeah. um, you know, like on the shout out to Alexa, Alexa plays ocean sounds for me each night, soothing ocean <laughs> sounds. I get, uh, clearly D- Dale does not have an Alexa in here. Otherwise ocean sounds would be playing. I do not. But, I, don't, I don't do Alexa. But turn that into, you know, what time you're going to bed. So you got your bedtime routine. You know, once you get into your bedroom, the distractions are out of there. There's not stuff that's going to be trying to, to pull your attention. The other big thing that starts sucking people's oh, yeah. attention at bedtime is, you know, what's happening on Facebook or yep. what emails did I just get? Or, you know, create a separation time. The phones, phones are fancy enough now where you can still have it as your alarm. Oh yeah, but not be getting dings or notification. Like turn off yeah, notifications, do or do not disturb, or go one. into airplane mode, or you know whatever you need to do. You can even set specific times. Yeah, seven p.m. every day. I want no more yep. notifications, and I don't want them to come back again until. Don't have it. Don't have it where when you wake up and you know you're supposed to be getting a workout, that your notifications are already popping back up again. And you yeah. see, I've got eight new emails. Oh, I wonder what that, let me get, figure out what that was. Maybe it's someone's wanting to yeah, several, pay several. me a million dollars uh, to come work for them instead. Yeah. Like, yeah. don't let your first thing be controlled by other people and, and their, their need for your time. So have your mornings yeah. be, we talked about having your mornings be set for your time, review, you know, review your goals get excited about the day, get your workout in, and then have your notifications start yep. popping up again where you're ready to take on the day and not be distracted. That's some some big ones there. Some good those are gold Thanks. nuggets. Those Thanks. are gold There's nuggets. There's a few gold nuggets those in there. Those are gold nuggets. <laughs> yeah. My grandpa would be proud. He's a gold miner. Is he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Random side note. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, set the do not disturb. I set mine from 7 p.m. till 7 a.m. so that if I do in fact get a time to do a workout, I'm not going to pick my phone up and there's immediately going to be notifications in my face. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the same time, if I'm going to get a workout at night, those notifications aren't going to, you exactly. know, mess with that or family time or whatever. Yep. Um, yeah, my phone does not make a single noise, beep, vibration between seven and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're someone who just can't stand not being able to check it, you're someone that's going to need to change your environment, buy an alarm clock then, yeah. and get your phone out of your room. I mean, you got to make a change. Yeah. If, it, if your goals are important to you, you got to make the change. If you're like me and your brain like never stops moving or has trouble winding down, mm-hmm. um, put a notepad by your bed, the old pen and paper, and... Because again, now it's not on this where you see the notification and then decide to go into a death scroll. Have the pen and paper where you can get the thought out. You know it's there in the morning. Yep. You won't lose it. It's not going to be lost. It's safely kept next to you, whether it's a great business idea or something you think you got to, or that you forgot to write down that you know you got to do tomorrow, or get it out of your brain onto the pad. And now you can clear your mind again, or at least hopefully clear it a little more. Yeah. Good stuff. Now, the reason I got these ambers on and part of the downfall, like something you can also do on your phones is change the light setting on them. Yeah. You know, a study showing that the blue wavelength of light, which we get a lot, you know, from the, all of these from things. every screen. Uh, decreases that melatonin production. So your natural go to sleep. Uh, so if you can cut that out, or just wear sunglasses to bed. Or they make, yeah, the uh, <laughs> the lenses that filter out the blue light. And you look really cool. I mean, right? Yeah, you look really cool, Brian. I mean, sure. I'm actually just going to wear these all the time. <laughs> but there are options. Like, you know, you can. If you are going to watch TV and you want to test that out, I haven't really experimented with it much. But the studies say that amber lenses help cut it out but if you've already canceled out your bedtime tv watching and your phone usage and allow yourself that kind of calm down period leading to bedtime yeah it's going to help you big time most of the um 
newer phones also have that night shift mode. Yeah. So it changes the the color color length of or whatever wavelength of color. We getting any comments over there? Oh, we're getting comments. What we got? We got uh, any questions? See. Anyone giving goals that they've got? We got uh, Chris. Chris is uh, his his goal is to prioritize recovery. Hmm. Nice. Is this Chris Winter? Uh, Norris. Chris Norris. Oh, nice. Uh, and recovery. Uh, we talked about that one. Yeah. Learn what activities he can uh, he can do during scheduled recovery periods to help it go smoothly. So, like, uh, yeah. I mean, we just kind of talked about it. Making sure that during your your set recovery that those things are easy, mm-hmm. painfully easy. And a great time to do a shorter workout and then prioritize stre- stretching. Yep. You know, get the muscles warmed up and then use that as a day where like, okay, I'm going to get some quality stretch and get your body yep. used to it. I've also had, so kind of diving back, I know we're going backwards a little bit here, but I've had athletes who said, I, I don't stretch because I'm not sure what stretches to do. So... That's an environmental change you can make. Yep. You can either have a workout, a stretching video, which we've got. If you want it, we can shoot you guys a link to it. The production value is huge on it. It's it is high quality. Uh, but it's simple stretches that you can do. You make sure you're hitting the major muscle groups that you need to be to, to stay loose and help prevent injury. Um, but that's one less excuse. It's one less thing. Yep. It can be done in your house. You can pull it up on your phone or wherever. And you just follow along. So you've you've changed your environment, you've eliminated an excuse, and now you're ready to make that happen. Yeah, pro tip. If you're um, if you're one of those people that's constantly sick, injured, super fatigued, mm-hmm. uh, you probably need to set your goals in the realm of recovery. And nutrition. For, for 2019. Yeah. <laughs> yeah recovery and nutrition. nutrition for sure. Yeah. You you're probably got the consistent thing consistency thing down. Uh, <laughs> Overly consistent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that's all we got for today. Unless you got anything else, Funston. Don't, don't, we don't need to start back. We don't need to fire back up now. If you wait long enough, if you don't close this quick (laughs) enough, I'll think of something. Yeah. All right. So, um, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for hanging out. Adios. Peace.